can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Hey guys, Heather here with the Talking Pools podcast on Hump Days with Heather for Wednesday. Hope you're having an amazing day, night, whatever time of day it is where you're listening. So on this episode, I want to talk about how to handle the bad reviews online. We all get them. We all get negative reviews. If you're, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to trust a business that has zero bad reviews because you can't please everybody in this industry. I mean, I think I've dealt with one company that I literally couldn't find a bad review on them, but that's because they were smaller and they just started. But if you have more than 50 reviews, you're going to have some bad reviews on there. At least I hope you do because that shows that you're genuine and you know how to address those concerns. First and foremost, feel free to go to my Google profile, swimcarefree.com. Well, don't go to .com. Just Google swimcarefree, Dallas, Texas, reviews, or Plano, Texas, whatever my marketing guy has it on. I don't remember. I think it's in, I mean, we're in Plano, so it's probably Plano. Um, you will see the bad reviews and how I address them. The biggest mistake that I see a lot of business owners do on public forums where Google Facebook reviews, especially Facebook, because you can communicate back and forth with photos versus like Google, it's a little bit more harder to post photos on our end, but the homeowner can't, right? Take it offline. Don't argue with this homeowner back and forth online. It doesn't make you look good. It doesn't make the company look good. You just want to make sure that you have this form offline so you don't have to worry about what it looks like on your reputation. You always want to respond to these reviews. Don't ever, ever not respond to a bad review. That shows the client two things. One, you like reviews, and so hopefully they'll leave you a good one. And two, you've stepped up in how to address a bad review that was left on your company. Because that homeowner is going to read that bad review. I mean, most of us are are buyers of any kind of product, right? First thing that I'm going to look at is reviews as well. Now, I know there's some places that you can buy reviews. So I've heard, I don't know where to go to buy those reviews. But I know there's some places that you can. So don't do that. Every one of my reviews are legit. But you want to make sure that when you're responding to these negative reviews, you let that homeowner know that you are genuinely care about that review and how to eliminate the problem. That's what a consumer is looking for. How did the company address that bad review? Did they eliminate the customer's problem? I think my worst one on there, on mine, is about a one of my guys being drunk. And yeah, you know what? I'm just going to, hold on. I'm just going to pull it up real quick and read it to you because 
Hold on. It is. It was my first one that actually kind of took me back. All right, give me a second. I am looking. Hold on. Um, can I navigate this? Let's see. Yes, lowest. Okay, my lowest review. Where is it? Did he actually delete it? Nope. There it is. Okay. So this review individual is by my client named Mark Turner that is on here. And it states, one star, two years ago, professionalism, quality, and responsiveness was critical. Poor scheduling. Work had to be done over and workers were drinking on the job and final items were never completed. Not sure how this company ever had a five-star rating. My response. Dear Mark, at Swim Carefree, we take customer service very seriously and truly value our dozens of five-star ratings. We greatly appreciate your business. Like all small businesses, we rely on employees to whom sometimes provide disappointing to perform poor innovations job just like yours. In your case, we took swift and decisive action to fire the staff from our company who were unprofessional on your job, hence the drinking. We quickly replaced them and even provided extra value to try to compensate for any issues that you felt occurred on your project. In the end, we did expertly complete your job and did our best to rectify any and all concerns that you might have had. We're sorry that your experience was not five-star, but appreciate the opportunity you gave us to make it right. Okay, you see that very last sentence, but appreciate the opportunity that the client gave us to make it right. His job, just a little background on his job, Scheduling was a little bit of a mess because we had some delays in, uh, I think we plastered, yeah, some delays in plastering stuff, then our pressure washer stuff broke down, I had her has stuff booked out because we were doing a, you know, draining clean on it as well, we did fencing, we did some concrete work on the mortar side, on the retaining wall, so we did a lot for this client. Guys showed up on a Saturday hungover and then they started drink again on the job site which I will immediately fire you for that that's a big no-no for me all in all the customer was happy after we were done that's why I stated I appreciated the opportunity you gave us to make it right because he did allow us to go back and fix everything from my employees fuck-ups basically and it happens from time to time. I can't believe that they did that. But as business owners, managers, we have to deal with stuff like that, right? That one for me, out of all of my negative reviews, because I've got probably about five or six of them that are one star, maybe seven. I don't know. I have to go back and count. Um, that's my worst one for me because no client wants to see or hear or read that you have employees that drink on the job site. So make sure when you respond to it, I was acknowledged that they were upset. I apologized that they were upset. And I allowed other clients by reading that review to know that we did our part to make it right. Because I ended up giving him some free stuff. I gave him some money off. And all in all, it was great and it was fun. 
I also moved the rest of that situation offline. The biggest key that you want to do is make sure that when you have upset clients like that, you move the shit offline. Communicate with that homeowner directly and then say, hey, now that it's done and I, I we're over the situation, do you mind just either removing that one-star review or at least giving me a three-star instead of a one-star? That's better than a one-star. Keep it short and sweet when it's online because you don't want your big mouth to be able to lose you business in the future because of how you responded to that review. Take the time, upload an image with your review response if you can. I have it all the time. Now on Google, you can't upload a picture of their review. Like if you're leaving a review, you can upload a photo, but the business... responding cannot leave a photo of that. So I love Facebook for that because I will upload the pictures all day long to tell clients they're wrong, but I'll do it in a politically correct way or I'll have Cassandra write it because I'm not the greatest about it, right? But that way homeowners can see or future potential clients can see that it is a two-way street Hopefully, we're all humans and we understand that, okay, well, my five-star reviews definitely outweigh my one-star reviews, as everybody should. If they don't, we need to have a conversation as to why they are not. A lot of times, too, homeowners will be a little bit more picky with why they're upset. Sometimes it's personal and they're taking it out on you. Again, I did a I did another podcast on that. So go back and listen to that one. Whenever you have a bad review as well, you want to look for your blind spots is what I call them. With that being said is let's say like the drinking, like that's a blind spot for me. I never in a million years thought one of my employees, there was two of them actually, which put me in a huge bind for my business, but I did what I needed to do because I don't tolerate that. Again, that goes back to your core values of your company. You need to fire people, even though it's going to put you in a hard spot sometimes because that hard spot is a growing pain and you will overcome it. I promise. Don't allow somebody to tear your company down because they don't ignite with your value. Blind spots help you learn. They help you teach your employees. They help you understand where your pitfalls are and how to overcome those. You want to give yourself a second score, so to say, once that's done, has it happened before? How did I rectify that situation to prevent it from happening again? What processes am I putting in place to be able to prevent this from happening? All principles to remember when doing this. Look at the big picture. Look at look at this as a consumer, you as the consumer. That's how I do my Google reviews. And sometimes I have to take a step back and be like, "Okay, I can't I can't respond to this right now because I'm emotional of what's going on. I'm going to get defensive and it's not good." So don't do not answer emotional, defensive any of those situations because it's going to escalate and it's going to make it worse, especially online. Approach the situation with empathy instead of taking critical feedback personally. 
that's what I do a lot. And I've learned to kind of overcome that. When I take that with empathy instead of critical, well, I wouldn't say critical. I mean, yeah, I do think it critical, but personally critical, you know, because it's my company. I don't want somebody thinking, oh, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Or if I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, I didn't rectify the situation because shit happens. Don't get me wrong, right? Always apologize. And remember, apology is not an admission of wrongdoing. Let me repeat that for people in the back. Apology is not necessarily an admission of wrongdoing. Did y'all hear me? (laughs) It took me the longest to learn that. Like I, even to my husband, I'm, I get personal on my stuff sometimes. Y'all be right. I'm kind of a bitch to my husband sometimes. He would probably tell you 90% of the time, but it works for us. But I've cut that back a lot. Anyways, I'm the world's worst at apologizing, apologizing to him. Like, I just, I don't know. I feel like when I apologize, that mean, that means I'm admitting wrongdoing. And so I'm like, I'm not going to fucking apologize because I didn't do nothing wrong. Well, it's the same thing on reviews, you know. I didn't feel like I didn't. But that situation, that review, obviously we did something wrong. So hands down, I didn't feel what way of that one. But I've, you know, there's other reviews if you go back and read it. So, oh, sorry, I had to yawn. Please apologize and just know you're not admitting wrongdoing. Sometimes a homeowner just wants to hear you say, I'm sorry. This is how we're going to address it going forward. Next, um, be brief. I mean, that one was a little bit more long-winded because of the situation that was at hand, but most of mine are, are brief. You don't need to adjust every point in that review. A lot of mine, like, let me go back and find a, a more brief one. Hold on. Um So I have another one star that states, dishonest and rude, stay away. This was from six years ago. And my my thing states the following. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. First and foremost, I do apologize. You felt as if we were dishonest and rude. Our service techs are highly trained and qualified. I'm discouraged to hear that your negative experience, above all else, providing excellent customer service is our main goal. Given the opportunity, I'd like to learn about more of the details of the service that I'm able to provide and make things right. Please contact me at your earliest convenience. I didn't address hardly any of the situations in there. I was able to address apologies. Even though this particular person, dishonest and rude, it was a home warranty situation. The home warranty denied it because the pump ran dry and the seal burned up. So the housing got warped. Well, that's not, you know, that's not my problem. And they're like, well, that's why we were dishonest. I know exactly what happened on that one. I didn't address all that on that review. I just told her I apologized and I took it offline. Once I did it offline, she wouldn't remove the review because she was still pissed off because we're the ones that reported it to the warranty company as to what happened. I mean, we had photos of it all. So take it offline. I'm not admitting we're wrongdoing because we did nothing wrong there. I'm not going to... I'm not going to tell people that it's not homeowners doing. Sorry, learn. Follow up and then always invite that customer to return. Like this customer, we returned to their house a couple times. Um, Always invite that customer to return because you never know. They could have had a bad day. You've had a bad day. Learn from your mistakes. Always look at a bad review as a growing pain as a blind spot that you can take and understand how to build your business better from that. 
Well, I hope that's helped you. Until next week, I'll holler at you guys later. Bye. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 